0: This is CliffCentral.com. This is Cliffcentral.com.
1: Progressive, cultured, and brave. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. The threaded exchange with CMB E Live
0: on Cliff Good afternoon everybody, it's Siawonga Bailey, aka The Threaded Man, and of course this is the best show on Cliff Central, this is The Thread Exchange, and the reason why this is the best show is because we have conversations that are cultured, that are young, that are progressive, that are brave, and it's all about black magic, we've got young people who are doing amazing things week after week, we just keep serving you guys with the most amazing things. Um, today I've got really, really in- interesting group of guests, um, they all share a common purpose, but I've interacted with every single one of them, and they're all very quite interesting very colourful um, and they run something called Blackboard. Um, I'm sure you've seen it on the Twitter. I'm sure you've seen it on Spree. They did a fabulous shoot two weeks ago. Um, also there's a veteran, Mpumi who's a fashion director, stylist, who's also, yeah, working with these young ladies, curating, directing and all these things. So they do a various amount of things. But I think for me, one of the most important things is they really are changing the narrative for young South African, for young South Africans and especially for young South African women. Um, I think when we talk about the youth, we fail to to communicate to young South African women And today actually I've got a surprise for you guys um, A friend of mine from Cape Town Has done a young mix So that you guys are relaxed I was so nervous for this interview I was like yo I've got three powerhouses. Um, how do I get them to, you know, how do we get a nice rhythm going? So my buddy's like, no, I'm, I'm going to do a young mix for you. So this is, this is a mix I dedicated, um, to you guys. I hope you guys are going to like it. So You're yeah, welcome to Dancing Studio. I know Bumi can rock some moves. I know they can rock. Um, <laughs> Let me, let me put you in the back. Pumi, what are you saying? Are you saying you can rock some moves for me? <laughs> I
1: think everybody else is in this
0: room can rock. But Pumi, I've seen you break it down. I I've seen you break like it you down. I <laughs>
1: feel
0: like you have it. <laughs> okay, cool. This is a a, a mix from DJ Eugenics. Um, and yeah, it's dedicated to Blackboard.
2: Tell
0: me what it's time to you I'm from tell me when it's time to go. Tell me when it's time to go See, I'm nini. Guys, welcome to my show How are you guys feeling? We're good. Good, 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 good Dublin Dublin, there we go I'm saying Berlin Aren't you coming from Dublin? Yeah, we just got back from Dublin Island So yeah. Dude, I was on your Instagram yesterday You were in Dublin like Isolo. How are you here so quickly? <laughs>
3: um, We were there for like a week for a conference that was happening with Facebook and Google. It was like a child safety summit. It was a really, really cool experience. We landed on Saturday, so that's
0: how I'm here. Yeah, guys, you heard that I was at a conference with <laughs> Google. How many people get to say I was at a conference <laughs> of, like Google Boobs, and Facebook? <laughs> One thing <laughs> like, I can say about Google
3: is that the offices are Everything that we've always imagined, like um, it's yeah, true. Like the rumors are true. Movie. The intern.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I liked your outfits. Thank you
2: so much. You're quite the
0: fashionable person. I Thank remember you so meeting much. you, and I think you were in grade ten at the time, and you had just started Blackboard. Um, you were interviewing me on a Destiny shoot, and you had just, oh, yeah. and you were in an issue, and you were <laughs> wearing Marcas and this issue, and you're like, "Yeah, I like fashion. It's my thing." Yes. And I really believe you. Like, it's your thing. It's your thing. Like, you're killing it. I mean,
3: I, I think I've always just tried to use it as, as some sort of expression, just telling the world who I am. And especially when you're traveling and you're in all these international spaces and if you're in a, an established environment like Google or Facebook or whatever, um, I think it's really cool to wear who you are on your sleeve, which is why I really love carrying like South African designers. Cause it's like,
0: it's yeah. me, you know? I mean, it's home. I also want to introduce, I've got Zingisa here. She's part of Blackboard. Ah. But Uzing Issa is a, is a boss, is a boss person, so she's yes. also co-hosting with me. So, listen, when, I need you to do something for me, when, when I'm asking you a question as uh, the person I'm interviewing, your voice tone might change. And then as a co-host, you must have an alter ego. So okay. we, we're going through your alter egos. Who Who's your Sasha, Sasha Fierce? Yeah, so your Sasha <laughs> Fierce is the host. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. So when I'm like, Zingisa, then you're like, oh, yes. And then okay. when you're hosting, you're like, oh, yes. You know? Okay,
2: let's do this. Let's do this. Let's distinguish like, the voices now. If you had to introduce yourself
0: <laughs> and this was your show, how would you introduce yourself?
2: Um... Cool, let's do this. Hi, my name is Nghisa and welcome to the show. I have here Boomi with me and Amonge, and we are about to interview them. Uh, they're from Blackboard, and we're super excited. And I have here with me Sia, who's going to be my co-host.
0: Yo, guys, I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've, guys, today's show, please understand, I'm featuring. This is Blackboard featuring Sia Bila on the thread exchange. Just understand that. So let's go. So I like to play a game each time i start the show and we're gonna pick on zingisa because you decided to be a co-host there we go. <laughs> yeah. so all of us get to start a sentence and then she must finish it off okay oh yeah and it can be anything anything so i'm gonna start right cool i'm on whatsapp i'm talking to my crush who's my crush zingisa oh next Ooh. Nice next that for me fire <laughs> that was fire time. that was fire yeah, I, was, I was still formulating
1: a question yes mind. I was also still There's planning
3: Um, my dream job is
2: to be a director that's my dream job
0: you're so good at this game you're so sure it's like you prepared Yeah.
2: I and you answer within that's like so a oh, second like, <laughs> like I would like, need a minute you're supposed to hesitate yeah. can you
0: pretend to like think yeah. Like, like some of us, when you think to these <laughs> questions, like really, it's fine. We'll just turn off for mic for a few seconds, and B- then Mbumi, let let's think of a question. Oh no,
2: shit! <laughs> Here <laughs> comes Bumi the tough is, one. Mbumi is looking oh, at you. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna make sure.
1: Gonna make it quite simple for you.
2: Okay. Africa, is to me. Yo. Africa is to me my home. It's my home. It's a place full of ideas. Placeful, it's rich. Africa is that place that you want to be, but yeah, that's it's my home. I can't explain it. Africa to me is a rich place. I love it. Uh, it's full of yeah kings and queens. Thank mm. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <they're called>. okay, <laughs> Thank you. Let me, let me
0: attempt to to do the interview on, on on the show that I'm featuring. Let me start with Bumi. Um, The first time I ever came across you Bumi, is, of course, through Destiny. Uh You know, you're very much a well-known fashion director, and you've always been someone who's very much about Africa and where Africa is going, and you've never shied away in terms, you know, the fashion industry, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to put you on the spot, but the fashion industry is very fake. Like not South Africa, but global. Yeah, We're all globally. fake, yeah. and it's, it's 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 very rare to find someone in the fashion space who's willing to put their neck out, no matter what the cost is. I feel like, especially in South African fashion and fashion in general, is that we. We never criticize because we're f- afraid of relationships. Yeah. We never say yeah. what we actually think because bang, bang, it's going to think yeah. I hate them. But you've never been afraid to say, yo, this is where Africa's going. This is where we shouldn't be going. This is what designers should be doing. This is what designers should not be doing. Where did you get that essence of being so brave? And the reason I'm asking that is because I'm sort of going to... What I want to make the listeners understand is that a lot of the times... Especially with young us being young people, the the story is always focused on us and how brilliant we are and whatever and how we're the future. But no one looks at the source. No one looks at who actually is the source of all this wealth of knowledge and inspiration. And I think when it comes to Blackboard, you are the source. You know, and you've always you you are the well that runneth over and. You know what we see with Blackboard is that wow that started with you. So, mm-hmm. what made you consciously say, you know, in fashion I'm gonna push something not that's not necessarily different, but what's something that is actually true and authentic? Um, I think in the fashion sense, like you
1: said, it's very fickle, it's very um, superficial, and I think when I ent- enter the fashion industry, for me it was more less about trends and what's looking cool and what's hot but it was also a form an art form so it was an an expression um so styling and fashion directing was literally about me being able to tell a story so no matter what i was doing or no matter what brief i was given whether plaids or the new cool thing it was how am i going to tell this story in a context that is relatable to me and to the people that I am serving. You know what I mean? So if the context is that I'm here on the African continent, everything that I do must then be relatable to the people of of Africa. So even if a trend is coming from Europe it must be digestible to the people of here and not just digestible aesthetically, but what are you saying? What, what's the message that you're trying to put across? So it's clothes, but clothes are clothes and they clothe people. But what are you trying to actually say with that? So I think that's always just been the approach in anything that I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think as, as young people today, we, we get scared very easily. And, you know, we, we always think this is the cause I'm supporting we stand for that cause when the heat gets too heated we tend to hide and run away yeah. Yeah. and before this interview actually I actually sent out a couple of emails to people in the industry and I'm like what word would you describe you know mbumi you know and someone said uncompromising wow. even when it's heated Ayy. that's what exactly what they said and I called this person I'm like what do you mean that's uncompromising beautiful. when they heated she's like You always are willing to stick your neck out in something that you believe in. Whether there's rules or no rules, what you believe in and what you think is right is right. And a lot of us as young people, we have we all support these great causes. All of us are woke. You know, all of us, we're all about black empowerment. We're all about black is beautiful. We're all about all these different things as young black South Africans. But then when that immediately gets questioned we immediately sort of disappear or our tone sort of changes. I yeah. mean, you say that we're our politicians. Julius Malema was like, I'll kill for Zuma. and he's like, Oh, yeah. Zuma must go. Yeah. You know, we, we're very quick to wanting to go with the trend. Yeah. You know, yeah. we start off not being trendy and then somehow we fall into that trap of being trendy. Being, being trendy. I, I just want to understand from you what, why haven't you never compromised? And, and where do you get that bravery of, you know what? No one believes in this in my team. No one believes in this in my circle, but I want to do this. Or no one in my industry believes in this, but as Bumi, I'm willing to drive this to the end. How do you get that bravery? And have you ever had moments where you doubt yourself? Because sometimes, you know, you think you're doing the right thing. And then yeah. Sia S- S- comes and tweets, oh, Bumi. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then Bumi's
0: like, oh my God, like, I'm, let me change. What has made you sort of stick and not compromise? Gosh, that's a tough question. And I think,
1: like you're saying, I think it's just, it's the vision. I think more than, when you have a vision and you have a purpose, no matter who comes along, that never changes. So if you're given that vision and purpose early in life, I wish I was given it earlier in life, but once you finally cement it and you say, hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing and this is the narrative I'm supposed to be driving, no matter who comes and tries to derail you from that course, you're like, nah, it's cool because this is my purpose. So whether or not you understand it or whether or not you agree with it, that's fine, but this is my purpose. So I shall continue and march yeah. on if that yeah. makes
0: sense. So, so purpose is, is, the, key. is, is, key. is key. the key Major thing. Key. Yeah. I've, I've been... Lately I've been praying for purpose Not purpose in, in the sense that I don't know what I want to do But we live in a time Because of like social media We are such We all, What we want is likes yeah. And we tend to forget about our purpose. When we don't get the likes, we have. Then the, you're able to yeah. shift. Well, yeah, when yeah. we don't have those likes, we're always stressing on some. Oh, I need 10,000 followers. Oh, look, Mang yeah. Mang has 50. I need to also get to 50. What can I do to get to 50? Yeah. So you end up going to events just to pose with certain people so you can be on the grams. So lately, I've been in a space where I'm like, God, please put me in a space where I'm alone so I can find purpose. Yeah. And That's I think important. purpose is such an important thing. And. And you usually
1: find it when you're alone.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Now, let's... I just wanted to share that with you because you're talking about purpose. Blackboard. Where does it come from? What is Blackboard? How did it come about? Um, Among is your daughter, correct? Yes. 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 So how did that happen? And I know that you guys are cousins. She's your aunt. Um, How does Blackboard come together? I know you left Destiny... And then you know what I'm saying? So how does all these puzzles come together?
3: Okay. Um I'll I'll start and then you guys can just fill in where yeah. Um I think Blackboard It was just I think we needed a, a space to be us and one hundred and fifty like gajillion percent ice authentically ice and i don't think that that was given to us anywhere um in our schools we had to like kind of fit in you had to conform you had to straighten your hair you had to whatever just comply to all those rules to to fit in um among society you know all the boys want the white girls and everything you know like you kind of are always you kind of always guarded, it and you never let to let that guard down and be you um, and I think Blackboard started as a space to open up for that. And then it grew and it was like, but yeah, sure, um, you're trying to comply to other social standards. But like, what are you trying to do with your life? What What is your purpose? What is your vision? Like we're talking about purpose now. And I think that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get people to the point where they're establishing purpose or, yeah, like developing what they want to do with themselves and growing as people as a collective so you are really into fashion you're a bomb ass fashion director so where can that go like do that push that do you push that and be african and be legendary and be the visionary in that aspect and now we're together so if i'm pushing film and whatever like when there's a film that needs to be dressed we work together like just creating a collective of visionaries i guess and growing that so
2: Mm. yeah And just to um, add on what Amonge said, I think for us it was also that, and also we kind of wanted to, because we're passionate and we're creatives and we're storytellers, like I'm into film, Amonge wants to write, Bumi tells a story through fashion, but we just wanted to change the narrative, to claim our narrative, to be the ones that are saying, cool, this is who we are, and this is how we dress, and this is what we think. But as Among Us said, we didn't have that space and we didn't have that platform for us to speak or to say, yo, we're going to represent ourselves the way that we should be represented, an authentic way. And also we are very strong. We are dreamers. So leadership was one thing that was always like yeah. push in our family. And that's one thing that we're also passionate about, youth leadership um, in Blackboard. So that's also just adding on what Among us was saying.
1: Yeah, I think you guys have covered a lot, Um, most of the stuff. I think from my perspective, um, I spent the majority of my life in the United States, so about 20 years of my life I was there. And I think what came across quite strongly in America is that people were extremely black and proud. There was publications that were unapologetically about being black essence, ebony jet. um, There's black entertainment television and there's Black Girls Rock, so it's it's not something that anybody shied away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think when it came to the realization that we're in a country with the majority of Black Africans, but yet there's nothing speaking authentically. When America's
0: minority, and they're exactly. more proud of yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're it's like, crazy. how it, how is this possible? And um, how, why am I
2: scared to say I'm
1: Black yeah. and I'm proud? And I'm African I'm black, yeah. and I'm Black and I'm proud, and nobody's yeah. addressing my concerns and my issues. So I think it was also born from that and also just losing who you are yeah I think that was also pretty big, scary. Big to yeah. see that culture is literally
0: disappearing in front of our eyes when i think of the word blackboard i i think last night i was just doing a lot more research about you guys and i kept on thinking about the name and do you guys re, re, like were you very conscious of the name blackboard because i think of myself as a young black male as, I, as i'm a blackboard and yeah. I'm a blackboard that can yeah. be made up of different, like, like I would see a blackboard on a wall mm-hmm. and you can paste different ideas and concepts. Right. I feel exactly. like I'm a walking blackboard. Yeah, you know, I look at Africa and I'm like, Africa is a blackboard. Exactly. I look at the black community. I'm like, we, together we are blackboard, yeah. individually yeah. we are blackboard. Was that the intention behind the name?
3: Yeah, completely. I think you hit the nail right on the head. Um, it's. It's you. And I think we also wanted to make it accessible to everyone. It's something that everyone can understand. Like, you know that this is what it is. It's like a clean slate. It's, and that's what we've been saying everywhere that that's what we're providing is a clean slate. And I think the name Blackboard says that. It's exactly that. It's we're black, we're proud, we're like with it yeah. future and the possibilities are endless. Like, like mm. there's nothing that we can't do guys if we don't come together. Like nothing. Yeah.
2: And we named it Blackboard. Africa On purpose So it's not just us But it's for Africa We're uniting Africa yeah. So it's the time is now We're not saying Yo, oh, what, what We're sorry Maybe next year No, we're writing Our own stories On this blackboard As Africans So together
0: Yeah I want to ask something Very controversial And I don't know How I'm going to dissect it But there's something I like to call Being an acceptable black person Yeah Where Eastern Cape You're like Yes I'm black Oh my god And then you're in a white space Oh my god Like mm. It changes You, you wanna yeah. oh, You don't wanna speak your You wanna be your true self yeah, Because you're kinky. like Oh I don't offend white people What are white people gonna say I remember in high school Like being on a rugby scholarship At Weinberg Being this black kid Who was afraid of Bringing Gumpok To school Because white kids Are gonna say Oh what The is- sound is- stinks yeah. Yeah. And you look at our industry there are a lot of black, proud people, but at the same time, they are acceptable blacks, yeah yeah why do you think, Why do you think that when, as black people get into a white space, we 're still so very afraid to express ourselves? But then at the same time, a white person from Italy is going to come to South Africa and still be and Italian. The Italian. As well. yeah. And then if you go to New York, like white people never feel the need to change for us, yeah. but we are consistently, As slicker said to something to me the other day where he says, black people are such great adapters. And yeah. sometimes we adapt at our own cost. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that sometimes, you know, as black people, we, we talk about all the time on Twitter. We want to be heard. Yeah. But then when you step into the office at the agency and you're sitting in a boardroom of white people and they make a stereotype, joke about a black person you're just there on your twitter yeah you know why is it that we're still afraid to express ourselves and how do we teach you know young people you know yeah. they are 14 year olds in high school yeah. right now they are they are young black girls who are stepping into high school into white predominant schools yeah. Yeah. and they are feeling shy of expressing their hair they are feeling shy of you know being those black girls yeah. Yeah. because of you know that of I need to be this acceptable black to be accepted, and how do you guys think we stopped that? And 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 what is the discussion around that? Because I think some of all of us at some point have felt that way, and then we sort of were just like, screw it, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be who I am. But at some point, all of us had that thing of in certain white spaces we acted a certain way. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, sorry, I'm just gonna jump in. <laughs> um, cause like I've been hearing you speak and I'm like, okay, can I jump in now? <laughs>
0: Guys, you can interrupt me anytime. I, I talk too much. Interrupt me.
3: Um, no, uh, I think on this topic, especially, I, I think I've experienced it like firsthand. Um, I kind of always grew up in like these Model C schools, so like I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and I think, especially now in the creative industry, it's like become fashionable to be African and be black and be proud and be woke. And I think it's always dependent on the environment and on the space, because now you're talking about like going into the office, whereas it's not as acceptable there even now still. So I think, I think the only way to really, I think tackle it would be to remain constant because if you yourself you are yourself your closest self like in eastern cape why do you feel like you have to step out and be completely different because you're amongst you know all the other girls at kingsmead or whatever um or or whatever environment that you're in you know um i think if you as yourself you i i i know it's a lot easier said than done but i think from my experience I was always raised to stand out like 150 percent there'd be times when my mom would take me to do like crazy hairstyles I'm like no they're gonna stand like can't I just do straight back like can't I just do like normal things like sometimes I just wanted to be normal but I think I, and I I think I tried to shy away from that and as much as my mother like really rooted it in me that you've got to be different you've got to stand out you've got to like almost boring like it's absolutely boring and i think the more that you get comfortable with that the more you get comfortable with being who you are 150 percent wherever you are um i think that's how we go forward
2: and that's also interesting because we were having a um discussion yesterday about like if you know where you're coming from then you won't feel intimidated or you won't feel the need to kind of shy down. Um So also, like, we from kings and queens, like, we dope. So if you get into that space, you won't feel intimidated. I also experienced that, but I was from the Eastern Cape, so I grew up in the Eastern Cape, with crosses. so that was all I was surrounded by. So I knew we were dope. I knew we were cool. Moved to Joburg, also went through private schools, but... At first, it was a little bit, but I always had that thing that nah, man, I've been in this situation where it was majority closer people, and it's okay to be who you are. It's okay to be cool and also, I just started work again um I just started an internship, and I remember this um incident, so I had to introduce my name and I was just like, "Oh, my name is Denise I Paul, this guy that I'm interning under, is like, no, say your name correctly. Say it proud. <laughs> and I'm like, actually, my name was in you, Then And he's like, yeah, there you go. So he kind of gave me that nod that, nah, you cool, you good. Like, don't ever apologize for who you are. So it's about knowing where you come from and knowing your greatness, I think.
3: Yeah, like just what Zingyesa just touched on, also the people that surround you. Um, it really, really helps to have your people that are going to keep you grounded and keep you like, just keep, it. every time you're starting to get a big head, like you need someone to be like, I see, I like, like, just, get it together. yeah, you know?
1: Um, I think you guys have touched on everything. Uh, I think it's really, I mean, it's conditioning. We were, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think every time you let something slide, it becomes less, more tolerable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think it's about literally being intentional um, in every space that you're in. Mm. And I'll give an example of my son. I have a four-year-old son. And he came home the other day. Oh, I can go, sipe, sipe. Hi, Sipa Sipa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Mbiza And he came home and he's like, Mommy, this little boy was calling me Sipo. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, I keep on telling him my name is Sipa. And he says, Sipo. And I was like, okay, what's his name? And he was like, Matthew. And I was like, just call him Andrew. And let him understand that saying your name incorrectly is its just not acceptable. So if you teach that at a young age, you'll never mispronounce my name again, and I'll yeah. never let it slide. You know what I mean? So it's stuff like that, like, I can't let this slide. I can't let this mm-hmm. slide, because the more things we let slide, the more things that we just eventually just like, oh, okay, let me just keep quiet about that. So if somebody says something that's offside, like, call it out as hard as
0: it is, but like,
1: Uncomfortable. call it out. Yeah. 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 How do
0: we begin the process of There's a lot of people that And and that's what I like about this show A lot of people in agencies and corporates are listening Because they're at work And they're streaming the show And there's a black person out there who's like Fuck I'm sitting at work And I don't know how to be myself. I want to, I want to burst out. I want to be myself, but I'm going to get fired. How, you know, these are real things. Some people really, a lot of stuff, because at the end of the day, some of us are really privileged to be entrepreneurs and be able to express ourselves because we command our platforms. Some people go to school, become doctors. They work in hospitals that are predominantly white and they want to express themselves and they feel like they're going to get fired. How, how do other black people, begin who are listening and want to yeah. break out of their shells how do they and i'm asking you Bumi, how do they begin to start that process of being proud in their workspace and, and 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 starting to not being an acceptable black but let me prepare enough to butt in when a white person speak yeah. like how yeah. do how do people start that process of being proud of who they are oh i
1: think it's a, it's a process and i think yeah uh, it's within oneself. Um, I think you have to come to the realization, bah, no man, I think this is what I need to start doing. But I think, like mentioned before, you, I think I would start it with small things. So just the pronunciation of my name. Can we just start there? I can't stay in an environment and be working in an environment, but people every day mispronounce my name.
2: Yeah. No.
1: Um, you can introduce it in little things. Um, like food you're talking about food you know what I mean like what do I pack on DM17 what and then that's also a conversation starter so then you're starting to unpack who I am where I come from what this is about you can introduce it via fashion I think fashion is also a really great way to express who you are and stand out Um, so I would just start it gradually I think Mm -hmm. I don't know and don't don't
2: shy away from it just go in full force and be sure about it because once you like Or then you're like, "Eh, maybe today I don't feel like it Or you're like, yeah, you're right Actually, my name is not Sipo, it's Sipo Yeah, or even language Language Not even languages, but like it's something that we've been having
3: constant conversations about now. It's about knowing who you are, knowing your history, knowing your culture, knowing where you come from. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna like read this little quote now. And it says it's a Marcus Garvey quote and he's like, A people without the knowledge of their past history, origin or culture is like a tree without roots and and I was in New York and like I went to Howard in DC, um and one of the lecturers at the at the class that I was speaking at, she read this quote and she was like, it's only when you understand that, are you going to be less likely to disrespect yourself? So if you know, like I used to say that you're kings and queens and not just kings and queens, but like you guys are dope. Like you guys took down all these systematic like things that were happening and like not just hair policies and whatever, but real heavy, like, Passes and, and regulations that, and, you, and you have people like your grandfather Literally one generation Away who who did this stuff This dope stuff that Led you to live the life that you have now So now you finally get into that Workspace that they fought for you to get into And now you're going to be quiet Nah You
0: actually introduced the next the next thing that I Wanted to ask and it, and, it, and it's Something very sticky because You were saying you know I, I can't quote the quote directly But it's about knowing your heritage Where you come from yeah. yeah And I mean we've all seen it You know There's a lot of black people Who for example Have gone into exile You know Be born Some of the kids mm-hmm. and Some of my friends yeah. Were born in exile yeah. They end up staying in New York She
2: and, was actually born in
0: exile yeah, yeah So yeah. born in exile Born Not in born New York in And sometimes You get parents Who are adamant On their kids Knowing their past yeah. So it becomes easy For those kids mm-hmm. But then you get kids Who some of my friends Like a friend of mine Like Three months ago was having a midlife crisis He's 20 but he's having a midlife crisis And he's like I don't know wow. I know my culture but I don't know my culture Like yeah. my yeah. dad has passed away I don't know where his clan is In the Eastern Cape I don't know what should I do That's yeah. what he asked me and I was like What should he do Is it a thing of as black people Do we do you like How do you start to reclaim your culture when you they, When your parents haven't told you where you come from. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys also know in Joburg, even in South Africa and Joburg, there's people who've never been
1: home.
0: Yeah, They are up, but they were like, "Yo, oh, I, I grew up in Joburg. My family's always been in Joburg. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I come from. And I usually have a panic attack when, ha- when that happens. Because <laughs> I'm like, the fact that like when Joburg is stressful, I can just drive home to the yeah. Cape. I have my grandmother. Yeah. Like, it's such an important root of who I am. Yeah. Like, I think I would die without it. And I can't imagine Not someone living that. without that. So how do we... Start connecting those dots if, if, if Is this question even answerable? I think I, yeah. I think the onus think, is on
1: you I yeah. mean a lot I understand parents and people. Parents make mistakes You know what I mean? We're raising kids and we make mistakes And we make the wrong decisions for our kids sometimes But I also think Sometimes you have to take accountability mm. um, So you can't always blame Okay, my parents didn't teach me that. There's so much information out there right now um, and it's so easily accessible to, compared to, you know, the past. Yeah. yeah. And I'll even just take my, myself as a, 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 an example. example. Um, I didn't know how to speak Kosa. Luckily, one thing that my parents did do in the States is when I was growing up, they spoke Kosa. Um, so I could understand it, but I couldn't speak a word of it. I came back, I was 21 years old. Um, and I learned the language. Is my Kosa 100%? No, it's not. Do I make grammatic errors? Yes, I do. But I took a conscious decision to say, I need to be able to speak my own language. So, like you're saying, okay, I missed out on a lot, but you can catch up. Yeah, I think, I think it's
2: up to you when you decide, okay, cool, I want to learn my culture and I want to, um, yeah, and especially for us young people, read, watch. There's the internet. Exactly, Google is yeah. your our friends. space you, right now. It's do you guys crazy. also think
0: we play important ra- important part in helping our black friends with that as I well? We do. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? like,
2: just like for instance, what you post on Instagram, it could be like a throwback Thursday or like wisdom Wednesday or whatever. Like a black history lesson or whatever. Just like little things that you can be like, "Yo, did you know?" It's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, cool." Like, um. The guy that mentors me was once said, He was like, Yeah, um, my daughter doesn't read or whatever I'm like, Yeah, I'm not much of a reader Then he's like, Yeah, Yo, but you should watch documentaries then. I was like, oh, okay. Like, there's other ways of learning as well. Like, we have the internet, we have technology. Like, it's up to us, really. Yeah, yeah. with
3: the digital age, dude. There's actually really not much no of an excuse. excuse these days, hey? Like, Generation X, Z. I don't know what the new thing <laughs> is, but like, we have we have it at the tip of our fingers. So my
0: grandma's laughing at me the other day. My grand, because my grand, I'm on myself. So my grand literally has never been in the city. She lives in the Eastern Cape. That's where she wants to live. She's like, yeah. anything else is going to stress me. Yeah. So now I'm on my phone and I'm looking at this one. She's like, why, why are you always so long? Phone I'm like, no, we are the digital age. We are Generation Z. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Generation <laughs> <laughs> Z. So it's always so funny. But I want to play a song because I want to give you ladies a breathing bag. I feel like I'm asking oh. you intense questions. No, no. But yeah. the next thing I want to actually discuss is the commercial oh guys Ted's guys is <laughs> I don't know how to Tears. 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 it's um blackness has become commercial yeah. in beauty yeah. in movies in mm-hmm. everything yeah. but we still don't own any of that yeah for example That's Black Panther I think is incredibly great but mine is going to marvel
1: yeah
0: Um, Chadwick Boseman only earned 3 million dollars out of yeah. a, a billion dollar movie yeah. so I actually after this song I actually want to chat about that how do we we've now gotten the attention to say we are black, we're here, black is beautiful, black is trending, the world is black right now. You know, everybody's biting, biting what's black, but how do we start owning our blackness? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kim Kardashian are making money from our blackness, but how yeah. do we retain that value? So I want to play a song uh, by Childish Gambino called Terrified because he's one of my favorite artists. I love love, <laughs> love him And I thought you guys oh, would oh, like this. Yeah. It's actually genius. And then, so, We're back Yo, this show is so fun Like, yeah, guys, it's almost it's almost quarter to it And I'm, like, so sad Like, I feel like There's so much I want to discuss Let me turn on your mics There we go There's so much I want to discuss There's a question on, on Twitter You guys are very popular, hey? People love you
2: Aww, Like, love I tweeted you.
0: you guys the other day I'm like, the future You trended on my Twitter for, like, five days I'm like, stop
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, that's so for that. Yeah, I'm
0: like, <laughs> I'm no, like stop. No, no, you no, remember? No. Remember I said it to you on WhatsApp? Yeah. Because I loved that that And what true. did I
2: say? I was like, what? Yeah, I was you're so like, shy. I was like, no. And then
0: <laughs> you? You tweeted me from Dublin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I remember. Yes. We're like, we're all. The- I was like, oh, shout out. She's in Dublin. She retweeted me. <laughs> I was so grateful because I was I knew you're traveling. So I was like, oh my god, she had the time <laughs> while changing the world to retweet a Sierra tweet. Whatever. So yeah. So the the some what is somebody is everything? Yeah, people on Twitter have different names, but somebody's everything. Mulelo is asking, he, he, this is how he wrote: Young queens, Aww. how do you see the acceleration of women in the digital in the digital space in the continent? And I want to add on: Is South Africa is Africa doing enough to support black women in digital and especially digital entrepreneurs who are women?
3: Um yeah I don't know I, I,
0: Teta I Facebook <laughs> <laughs> This is your field Teta Facebook
3: <laughs> I was actually going to touch on something that they were, they were basically just talking about policies and like uh protection of like children and privacy stuff but I think um it in this like in this age content is king so the content that you produce like ownership is really really an important thing and I think if we can get ahead in that and, like, the content production into the the ownership of it, I think we could really, like, go far in terms of that um, and just, like, the digital space because content is really what makes or breaks you in that field. So if you have a website, if you have whatever, like, your content is what pulls people in, is what draws people in, is what makes people keep coming back for more. So if you have, like, real authentic content about who you are about what you're trying to push like about your cause like you gotta own it you gotta own it um otherwise yeah you're in trouble <laughs>
1: uh, i think it's still a developing s- space it's i mean it's it's pretty concrete yeah. and growing massively worldwide but i think it's still a uh, developing space here in africa um and I don't know if they're doing enough for women. I don't know if they're doing enough for black people. Um and I think like she's saying, instead of complaining about it, I think it's about getting before it and getting ahead of it. Yeah. So you you're making the decisions and you're making you know what I mean? You're making yeah. you're making the rules instead of yeah. other people making rules for you. And I think that's that's the yeah. easiest way to put I it. I
2: also don't think they're doing enough for black women. Um even in my industry, when I look around, the people who are trying to push or the people who are pushing the game, changing and flipping the game, are doing their own thing. They're just like, nah, I'm cool. I'm just going to do my own thing. And like Bumi said, setting their trends, setting their own rules. For instance, Mama Rashaga started her own thing. Um sis Simone started her own production company and she was just like I'm just going to do it and I'm just going to create my own roles create my own space create my own uh platform and sometimes you just have to be brave and just have to do it yourself but is the world kind to us no do they give us opportunities no so what are we going to do we're going to take and create those opportunities
0: and you're going to change it yeah you well, we were saying something very important i think that's one of the things That I think I want to highlight in this interview is the whole thing about not having a victim mentality. Yeah, Yeah. I think a lot of us as Black people have fallen into that disease. Yeah, and I and I feel as young people we are carrying our parents' struggles. Yeah, when not to say we can't sympathize and wanna be and wanna change things, of course. But then some of us carry those struggles as if we were there. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. we fall into this dark hole and we're consistently complaining about how the world is not doing enough for black people. Mm-hmm. We're constantly... And something that I always say. I'm like, I'm tired of this talk about Vogue Africa. Why can't we produce a publication yeah. that's bigger yeah. than Vogue? So yeah. we Isn't always... Vogue? As black people, we're always fighting to be included by white people. Yes like, yeah. can we sit It's at the, the worst table. thing. Like, the so let's create our own table. You'll, it it. Table. So you'll find insane. that the con, you'll find that for me, the, the, we're all black and proud, but then we are also at the same time quick to complain that, oh, Vogue is not having enough African people. Yeah. Let's have a Vogue Africa. Yeah. Oh my God. Like Marvel should do more black movies. White people, like we consistently giving white people this responsibility of yeah. having to consistently create spaces for us yeah. because we feel entitled. To white people giving us a space yeah. because they've treated us badly, so we're like mm-hmm. they should create. But we don't realise by the mere fact we're asking them to create these certain spaces for us, we're actually giving them our rag. Yeah. Exactly. Because now Marvel's gonna be like, Oh, maybe we That's should a make a black idea, movie and then, then let's yeah. keep all the money. Yeah. Now I'm sure Condon has to send on some Yeah, Vogue mm, Africa is actually, a thing. Yeah. <laughs> a and then Vogue movie. Africa is gonna launch and all of us are gonna jump on it, all of yeah. us are like, Oh my god, it's here and forgetting that it's still white people driving the narrative. Yeah, yeah. 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 How do we get out of that? Because like It's something I've always Been vocal about In the industry It's something I've always said To all my My counterparts I mean even Trevor I have Like I, I debate with him I'm like Dude, like how long do we have to sit and present represent these international brands? Like why can't we be the international brands? Like yeah. it's great to be a face of Adidas, but why can't I make an Adidas? You know, it's great. It's, yeah. How do we even begin to, to change that?
2: Sometimes you just have to be brave and just do it and it's not easy. It's hard work, but we need more brave people to started, and also if you're not brave then support. If you're not that brave person to be like, yo, I'm going to start this thing. I don't care what people are going to say. Then don't criticize or whatever when that one brave black person starts their thing. Support. Show support. That's not going to um, make you less of a person. That's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Nothing. Just yeah. Yeah. We have to be each other's hype men. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We, really, we yeah. really, do. We yeah. really need to be
1: each other's hype men. And I think one of the great things. Oh, that, that thing on, on Facebook, Brown Sense.
2: I think yeah. it's, amazing. it's amazing what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Exactly. Um
1: and it's just shouting each other out, like you're saying, supporting one another, backing one another, buying each other's products, that's how we'll grow. It's it's organically creating a network. And once we create yeah. that network, there's nothing that can break that network. Yeah. yeah. I
3: think a big realisation is that like black people, women, like we've been struggling guys. So if you wanna sit and complain, like you won't be the first and you definitely won't be the last, like don't sit on your like you know just get up and do something about it you know uh take the responsibility for yourself like stop going to try and beg on someone else's door for some sugar like yeah grow a plantation like you know what i mean like be productive and be resourceful from what you have and what you're given um and then grow from there like and and like she said if you're not that person to step out boldly and that's okay not everybody's not everybody's that guys if you Everyone is an like an entrepreneur, like we wouldn't have any customers, type of thing. Yeah. So not everyone is that, but then also be conscious about supporting. And when Vogue Africa does come, like nah, 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 I'm gonna stick with my local. Blackboard. Exactly.
0: I'm blackboard. Hi <laughs> hey, Vogue, but I'm blackboard. <laughs> um, another thing, I, let's actually we have five to seven minutes, and I think. I'm gonna unshamedly go back to panting Blackboard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that stands out for me about Blackboard, which I've never seen anyone do, is how you guys use young boys and men in your in your narrative. In society today, especially us as men, we women over the centuries have changed. Yeah. You know, your great great grandmother, the marriage she was in versus the marriage that you know black women are in yeah. now. And basis, versus the mentality back then and now black women and women in general are more proud now you mm. know it's no longer i'm sitting at home and sewing it's like screw that i'm i'm gonna be the breadwinner i'm gonna yeah. drive a portion of ferrari i'm gonna run the world mm. but men are still stuck yeah. we are still all the same it's like it's like we have this amnesia it's like we <laughs> we're are st- all men not all men but i'm saying i'm speaking on a general term yeah. here, is that we are still sort of in that space that Yes, be a proud woman, but just be... You know how we... Like, especially modern men. Like, we want very powerful women. We like Beyonce, but then we still want to be... Okay, just stay there. Don't... So, as men, in your work as Blackboard and how you using men to reveal some of the challenges they've dealt with, to reveal their relationships with women, revealing their journeys in business and interactions with women... You know boys who are queer Sexuality How how has that been important For you guys not to just make Blackboard Because Blackboard is quite a powerful brand In terms of young black women Empowerment yeah. but then I love How you also use boys and men To also be part of the conversation And, and, and how and why was that Important for you guys
3: um, I think for us uh, being Black women has always been our experience So we know it's our struggle It's like it's like It's us and I think Especially now, everyone's so quick to like leave the boys behind, and I get it because like look,
0: look, toss the trash, tussle trash babes,
3: and to an extent, I do get it because like, I, like as much as we love you, but like men have had centuries and centuries and centuries to be on top, like so I, I understand where the focus on women is coming from, but at the same time, if the men that you're struggling with now are perpetuating these constructs that you're like saying are trash, then you should be doing more to fix the men that are younger. I think that's just been our focus on – Fixing the next generation of men so that we're not still stuck with abotrash, trash. You know what I mean? Like we must. Uh, what trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like be pro. It goes back to that thing of being proactive. Like let's also include them in the conversation. Where are you guys? Like where are you at? You know. What let's, are your struggles? Yeah. What, what you, are you going to? Let's through? also
1: address them because the more the girls leave them behind. The gap will grow mm. The gap will grow yeah. So we've got to move together We've got to grow together We've got yeah. You know it's a conscious thing That we're saying Hey this is what we're doing As African youth We've got to move as a unit Otherwise we're not yeah. Benefiting anyone Even yeah. at one
2: of our conversations um, Last year In Feb We had a conversation Things I wish my mom had told me About love And um, It was Basically, what my cry or inside I didn't say it, someone else said it, but I was thinking that oh, I can't find anyone, like anyone who's strong enough or whatever, or like, and then someone was like, yeah, well, you have to teach them because everybody teaches... Us to be strong Young black Females Strong 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 Then they leave The men behind Then the men can't handle The strongness Or whatever That comes from us And I was like Then why don't we teach them Or why don't you Have a conversation then Have an open conversation About stuff like that Or like to bridge the gap
0: Yeah I even think for us It's also a culture That perpetuates us And I think the, Especially with me Because I've also had to Learn a lot of things And I think it's because My mom is a single woman So I, I was more closer To my mom and. Yeah. As men, it's like, it even starts in high school. When a girl is heartbroken in high school, she tells her mom and her friends, you as a guy are trying to talk to her. Her, her girlfriend's like, you can't talk to her. You can't. Yeah. But if a girl breaks a guy's heart, the guys laugh at him. Yeah. You're sissy, yeah. you, why are you laughing? Ah. Yeah. And then the girl wants to speak to him and then they're like, ah, speak to him. There's never that, there's never that, already, there's not that community. Yeah. Then yeah. you get into the whole thing of sport now. Yeah. You play rugby. You're not going to crown the rugby field. Yeah, now you're there, not. broken <laughs> your leg, you're pretending like it's not broken. <laughs> yeah. Where I feel, you know, girls from a young age and just watching some of my girlfriends, they've, there's always been that thing of what I feel, It's you're going to know yeah. how I feel. Yeah. And for, so, for some reason as boys, we perpetuate not sharing how we feel. We box things inside, it affects us, and then we end up taking it on women. Yeah. Yeah. So you find a lot of guys are depressed, heartbroken, mm-hmm. going through so much shit, but No one is expressing, you know, what is going on. And I think that conversation around that men are trash, I think it takes both sides for us to talk. You know, we need women to help us. You know, it's like we're still five-year-olds emotionally.
2: Mm. and That's our thing, I think, with Blackboard, to create those spaces where they don't exist or create those topics or create those uh, platforms where it's like, let's
3: talk. Yeah, and like you said, it's not okay to, like, cry on the rugby field, but, like, you can
0: cry here, you know. Yeah, like,
2: come, yeah. to and yeah. cry. come to Blackboard
0: I'm going to come to your guys' house and cry. Yeah. <laughs> but we need to wrap up. We need to wrap up. What is Blackboard for a minute? Let's do this. What is Blackboard working on? Where can we guys find you? What do you need from the Black community? How can we support you? What can we do for you guys? How can we be part of this Blackboard Africa movement?
1: What we're working on now, this Saturday, um, at the Market Theatre, we are having another event. It's called Blackboard Relay because (laughs) this life thing is a race. And uh, we're all about to pass the baton. We need to pass the baton of knowledge. We need to pass the baton of wealth. We need to grow. And to do that, we have to be a team. Um, so we're kicking that off. Our big brother Donovan Goliath Woo-hoo! will be out here some knowledge.
3: Love him With Vukit With
2: Vukit Laminia.
1: Laminia. And yeah, we're just trying to upscale one another. So this Saturday, Market Theater. Yeah, please yeah, check, check out our YouTube Instagram. Three. There will be, be, be there. a
3: link there for Fill how to Up RSVP. Market Theater. Yeah. yeah, Fill Up Market <laughs> Theater. Instagram the at Blackboard underscore Africa. Uh, Twitter is at Blackboard underscore Africa. Blackboard on Twitter is spelled. B-L-A-K, without the C. We also have Facebook, Blackboard Africa,
0: and yeah
1: yeah, yeah. So that's amazing that's, yeah man please follow
0: them Bumi, Among Us and Lisa thank you so much for being here I love <laughs> your work you. thank and, um, you and I, I want you guys on the cover thread, man, soon so I'm going to hit you guys up hey. okay. and I'm saying this on air so you can't say no <laughs> you guys you know heard it cover cover yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all heard it guys crush. this is Sia yeah. this is the Thread Exchange thank you so much for joining me for this installment come again next week when we yeah drive more conversations around black excellence
2: this is CliffCentral.com.
0: <laughs>